Hello, one and all, welcome to the ATK Wrestling Show, and welcome to our latest edition of 10. Um, where we're talking the 10 worst world champions of all times. And we had to say champions because we did start with world champions and then we kept devolving into WWE. Then we said WWE champions and then we kept devolving into world. Yeah. So we're like, fuck it, champions. Yeah, basically. we're good at making lists. Yeah, so this will be, regardless of whether they are WWE champ, whether they were world heavyweight champ, basically held the top strap in WWE. But uh, we are going to acknowledge real championships, not like that brief ECW one they brought out and yeah, abandoned pretty that. quick. Yeah. Not the original ECW run, like the WWE ECW. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to count. WWE ECW, that's the one. Yeah. With the zombie, all those fun Ah, the zombie. I mean, to be fair, the original ECW had the zombie too. <clears throat> well, yeah, but it wasn't quite the, uh, the same. No. Um, but without further ado, let's start with number 10. And I'm going to bring the mayor of Knox County himself. <laughs> Glenn. Shit, the man who just had to pay out a ton of money because he got people to do work on his house in the lunch break without getting paid. Pretty much. That guy. Yeah. Not going to mention that, though. No. Oh, of course not. Um, but yeah, this is, a, this is a bit of a stickler for me. There was a time when I fucking loved Kane. I think Kane was. Maybe my favorite I wrestler. This. Poster on my wall kind of time. Mm. like uh, Before you started putting yeah, pictures of Patricia and stuff. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. then everything changed. Um, <laughs> then I saw her face. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a creamer. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I remember just being super hyped for this match. It was Stone Cold versus Kane. It was the first blood match. Um, and I was like, well, how's Kane going to bleed? He wears a mask. What's going to go on? It was this amazing spectacle at the time and I was like finally Kane's gonna get his crown a moment and he did the match was okay um and <laughs> it was okay it was okay um and I think Kane did actually bleed but the referee couldn't see it because of his mask and so it was know, always gonna be the problem yeah um so ultimately he ended up being Aust- um he beat Austin he won the belt which would be fine except for the fact that that was it to be fair he lost the belt the next night <laughs> Um, uh-huh. and obviously he's gone on to become a world champion and stuff like that and he's won the, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the world heavyweight title but let's talk about this time but this was this was his first main you know WWE title that he'd won and I was like finally he's going to get the run that we all wanted and he deserved and it just didn't happen um, yeah. so we lost it the next night he had it for less than 24 hours um, and yeah when you think about it looking back on his career and similar to Taker here where he probably didn't need the belt necessarily um but the, other than that, other World Heavyweight um, Championship run, this was his only run with the WWE title. Uh, it feels like a missed like mis- opportunity. Yeah, it, it, it's one of them things where you go, really? 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 You don't expect that to be the case. Um, it was the case. So yeah, I don't know. Obviously, it was the time he had Paul Bearer uh, by his side, and he was, I don't know, he was starting to be kind of built up, and it made sense, and he was in the, he, he felt like he fit in the main event scene with the likes of Austin. And then, yeah, for it to just kind of end the way it did and then for him to be separated from it for so long. As a Kane fan at the time, I was uh, I was, I was pissed, to be fair. Pissed, man. Pissed. Shouldn't have been drinking at age 11, but, you know. Yeah. You are northern. <laughs> this is true. Well, we are British. Um, so, coming in at number 10, Kane. Kane. <sighs> Ray Mysterio. <laughs> So, this might be a little bit of a hot take because I know some people love Ray. And don't be wrong, he's a super talented dude. But 
he should never have been anywhere near the world championship scene. Mm-hmm. And I still maintain that. I'm a firm believer that he's too cruiserweight. He's too small for that division. Mm-hmm. Right? And well, some I mean, people, it's, it's some people this title. is where it might be a hot take because some people will disagree with me. And some people might even go, well, you know, AEW, there's nothing but small wrestlers with world champions. Right? Fine, you want to play that game. Right? The problem is the imbalance. Like, the Adam fighting guys like Batista and Big Show. Like, I, that... I, I'm I'm willing to suspend disbelief for wrestling, but it just it never made sense to me. No, like how is he winning? Yeah. Sheer luck. Like I'll give him the because he's won uh, the world title twice mm-hmm. and he's won the WWE title once very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll give him one run, and that is when on the back of um, Eddie's sad passing, he has essentially went on a, a bit of a run in honor of Eddie. And won the title, and it was in homage to Eddie. And we had all that. Well, as much as I think it's cringe now, and he's like, "Oh, Eddie," you know, mm. like you know, and it's Is like that from okay. last week or no, no, the, the first time he did that too. Yeah. And this kind of problem because he's done because that worked for him then, and that's what got him into the main title scene. He's like, and I'm not, I know they were family, and I know he loves them, and I know he's not doing it to disrespect them, but for as a, from a fan point of view, I'm like, you were Rey Mysterio for mm. a long time. Can we not? Just be Rey Mysterio, not Eddie's mate. Yeah. Because that's all you get really now. Yeah. Um but anyway, ignoring that side of it, I just it's never sat well with me that he's been world champion. Every time he's had the belt, he's got people like John Cena and Batista and Big Show and people who just totally outsize him. Mm. And well, even even, it's even like, when he won the Royal Rumble, it was like by eliminating the big show last year. I mean, yeah, it's like it had to be Rey Mysterio, you'd just like flick him out the ring, wouldn't you? And I'm just to be honest. It's not the worst story in the world, but at every single story it felt like with Rey Mysterio was David and Goliath, and I'm just mm. I, I'm I just done with it. I can't be asked. Yeah. So I I've never been a fan of his title runs. No, neither. Um, yeah. How can you be the champ and the underdog at the same time? <laughs> it's a very good point. Uh, well, in fact, you can be the champ and the underdog if you're a chicken shit heel who shouldn't have the belt in the first place. But how do you be He's a baby face? How do you be the baby face who's the champ, but you think fucking hell, he can't possibly beat this? Like, I don't know. Um, well, you go, oh, I can beat this guy if I've only got the opportunity to like, you know, back away and then run and jump really high because that's usually his thing too. Pretty much. Um, but now at it's. The circumstances are obviously unfortunate. I think with Eddie's passing and stuff and then them putting it on Ray and things like that, I get the intentions are probably good, but it did feel forced. And I think, as, you know, as, as we've just said then, it's a shame that his career trajectory after that became the Eddie Guerrero tribute act. Yeah. Um, to the point so. he's passed that on to his son now. Yeah, exactly. I am the, the new Eddie Guerrero. Did somebody say frog splash? Yeah, like <laughs> no. <fucking> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I uh, I agree. Not the best of champions. And speaking of not the best of champions, Anthony, and this is oh. controversial potentially because by all accounts, Andre the Giant should have been a world champion. He's a fucking giant, and quite the opposite to what you were saying about Ray. You look at Andre and think, well, yeah, he's going to beat the shit out of everyone. He's a literal giant. Um, so my he problem was. with this wasn't so much the fact that he became champion. It was the fact that after he beat Hogan. He then sold the belt to Ted DiBiase um, <laughs> straight away. Disrespect. Disrespect, um, which that in itself is bad enough, but what it then meant was the the guy we all hated at the time, President Jack Tunney, then decided that you can't sell the belt and therefore the title was going to be vacated. And what's more tragic about all this is this was Andre's only time with the belt. And I get it. You know, similar to what I was saying about Kane, he's 
a special attraction guy. Yes. He doesn't need the belt. He was a giant. People came to see Andre the Giant. He doesn't need to be your world champion. But it's a bit tragic to think that even though he reached the pinnacle of that, he then sold it the same, like literally yeah. a second later and didn't end up with a run. So it kind of defeated the whole point. What, what's it worth out of curiosity? I can't remember what he paid for it. A million dollars or something probably. Um because obviously he then did the million dollar title yeah. and all that stuff. So. Almost as if Ted DiBiase has got a history of poor investments. Maybe, maybe. Um, but again, that irks me as well because Ted DiBiase is another guy who should have been a world champion. Yeah. And so technically he was, but it's not well, recognised. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, there's the whole situation just yeah. really pissed me off because both of them should have had a reign as champ and a legitimate one of that. And neither of them ended up um, getting that, unfortunately. So... Yeah, massive shame. I was a huge Andre fan, and to think the only time he won the main belt was in this fashion, and to then not really actually be the champion was wasted opportunity, I think. Could have done some good business with Hogan. Could have. I agree. So, calm, right? This may be a bit of a personal opinion. Jeff Hardy. Hmm. I feel like Jeff Hardy is massively overrated. I, I and this is largely the reason that he's on my list or on this list because mm-hmm. I don't think his run with the title was ever really that great. I feel like he was just kind of still there and mm-hmm. they were like, well, you know, you've been here long enough, right? <laughs> so they give him a go. I feel like he was the least talented of the Hardy boys. Matt was the much more creative. He proved that in like, yeah, bags. I don't know. He proved that loads mm-hmm. in uh, Impact and stuff like that. Um, Jeff was just like he was always the you know he always had his demons and uh, I know it's not a reason that he shouldn't be champion but he was always sort of problematic anyway as a solo run in the WWE especially and I was just rather underwhelmed with him as a champion I never wanted it he's almost a similar problem to um, Ray where he's he's very much a cruiserweight and doesn't really fit the division but he was there don't be wrong he was there at a time when you were fighting like the likes of CM Punks and that so it didn't look ridiculous Mm -hmm. um and he never really, I don't suppose he had the same issue I had with Ray where he constantly looked outsized and the underdog and all that kind of stuff. But I just, I've never been big on Jeff. I've never understood the fascination. And I don't think he's really had, if you think about it, did he really have a memorable run? Can you remember? Oh, do you remember that really great match? <laughs> no. He ha- no, because yeah. there weren't any, the thing if that, we're being honest. The thing that I always remember about Jeff was that ladder match he had with Taker. Mm. Um, and obviously he got so close to winning it that people were like ah oh. and I, I feel like yeah. that and there's that iconic the bit where he got a bit of, of respect from Taker and all yeah. that. I remember so there was that, that and people were like oh maybe Jeff Hardy could be the champ I just don't think he could um, unfortunately a lot of people love Jeff Hardy and you can see why and he's obviously got his that, fans I can't <clears throat> well <laughs> I can see why people would love him um, but yeah I've never been a huge fan of him either but Again, I think it was kind of like that. It was it was almost like, a, well, he's been here forever. The fans are over on him. Let's give him a go. And I just don't think it ever really materialised. Honestly, it could be a list by itself when you look at people who got a chance at the title just because they were still there. Yeah. But if you look at it, like I kind of agree with you. My Hardy's always been the one that stood out a bit more creatively. But then you look at someone like Edge, mm. and Edge carried it. He felt like a world champ. He did. Whereas Jeff... Mm. And you can you probably argue for Christian as well. To be fair, similar where he won the belt and you kind of like Christian's mm-hmm. definitely the Jeff of that tag team. Though. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I agree with that. Yeah, um, Christian hasn't made this list because he annoys me less less. less. <laughs> Plus, did, did Christian have a title run with WWE? I think he had a world. Oh, he's ti- had titles. He had the world title. I think I don't think yeah. he ever won the WWE title. I try to remember because I know he definitely had titles with Impact. 
Yeah. I just can't remember what he had. I think he, he was the ECW champ for a bit, and then I think he did win the world title once. So, so that that was the thing. But yeah, Edge felt like a world champ. Mm. And I don't think Matt was ever really given a proper opportunity um, because Vince always seemed bigger on Jeff. Yeah. Matt could have had, again, I'm sure he's had the title at some point, but he could have had a much better run with WWE. He's had the, I'm yeah. trying to think very briefly around the Bray Wyatt time. Yeah, he had the ECW title, didn't he? Um, it's the only main title he won. Not around... I know Bray had the title at one point and when they were like mm. doing the whole Woken Matt did he not win it briefly then no? No. Okay. No. Um, so Matt deserves better is all I'm saying. Yeah, he does. Definitely does. Um, also better than what he's getting in AW at the minute while we're on that well, topic. Very true. But uh, yeah, I've just, uh, some people may disagree. I know some people are big on Jeff but if we're being honest there wasn't that much of a memorable championship run with him was there? No, I agree. Um, so, oh well. He's to the wrong. He's got a chopstick though. <laughs> this is true. Um, coming in at number six, um, so we've got to talk about Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> your 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 side of the list is just very well. Let's talk about the golden era. Like, <laughs> fuck's sake. The, I, think, <laughs> I think these are my like trauma childhood memories. <laughs> yeah, um, this is this is what little Carl just really got annoyed about <laughs> back in the day. Uh, Never I, let this shit go. You know, I was so pissed about this. So you had, and don't get me wrong, like you know, Sergeant Slaughter, awesome guy. You know, had a great career with WWE. Don't get me wrong. He was always a mid carder, a lower mid carder. In fact, he was the army sergeant guy. He was mum mum mid, and then obviously they brought him in at the height of the Iraq and USA war, and they had him as an Iraq sympathizer, fucking thing. Aligned them up with. Let's get some heat then. Yeah, aligned them up with Iron Sheik and stuff like that. So straight away, it felt unnatural anyway, and it felt really thrown together, but. His booking was awful in the lead up to winning the belt anyway. Like when he so he beat Ultimate Warrior for the title, yeah. but Warrior was having a feud with Savage. Um and it was actually Savage got involved. Um and I think Warrior was nearly counted out several times and Sergeant Slaughter had to keep breaking the count. And then eventually Sensational Sherry um like fucking hit him over the head with a fucking wrench or a lead pipe or something. And then Slaughter hit the fucking worst elbow drop finish you've ever seen in your life and then became the champ. And it was all leading towards, obviously, the American hero, Hulk Hogan. The um, American yeah. hero. It's G- oh. It was just so convoluted. It was awful. And it's just, no offence, but you look at Sergeant Slaughter, he's not a world champ, is he? Exactly. He's someone who was super low card, never should have been anywhere near that title picture. So to go on and beat the likes of Warrior and have a fucking WrestleMania main event with Hogan. It's probably the lower the low when it came to the, the title. And if you think about that main event as well, they originally had planned to have like a 100,000-seater stadium for that, and the ticket sales were atrocious. So they had to basically fucking move it to like a 10,000-seat venue. You know what I mean? Like, mm. who who does that? Who, who devalues the belt that much yeah. to fucking have to change the venue? It's okay, so, Carl. Can't hurt you anymore. Okay. But the thing was, there was no winner for me because it was then, do you want Hogan to win? No. <laughs> it's okay, Carl. No, it's not okay. It's never going to be okay. <laughs> They're um, both retired now. It's fine still real to me damn it <laughs> uh, so yeah so Sergeant Slaughter should have never been anywhere near this fucking belt fair um, so fair yeah. speaking of people who should never now uh, kidding right I'm going to say this to you off air and I'll say it here this is someone who could have had a really good run mm-hmm. with the belt right sadly he got the championship at a time when WWE were, they were trying some things so he won the belt. Drugs. <laughs> well, he was also trying some things. But um, now, the, the, 
like ultimately let's talk about that real quick right his title run was sort of squashed by the fact that there was some controversies over drug use mm-hmm. he was released from the company or suspended from the company and then never really quite got the momentum back right mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll go out and say right now i don't think he is a bad option for a world champion or was a bad option for a world champion i just feel like that the run he had was fucking ruined by yeah. that he lost all that momentum right but also when you look at the actual title run he had it got messy because they were trying to establish the ECW brand. Mm-hmm. So he won the belt and then was sat, uh, taken over to ECW. No, sorry. He was taken over to ECW and then won the belt in that sort of crossover they did against John Cena. Yeah. So he was already in ECW, but then won that belt. So it's like, well, we might as well call this the ECW belt. And it's like, but they didn't do that. Instead, yeah. they reintroduced the ECW belt and then suddenly he had both belts. Mm-hmm. And then he was defending both belts. And again, you could go, well, that was pretty cool. He had to defend both belts and so on. But for me, they made his whole championship run for what we had of it very messy Mm. because they were too busy trying to establish the ECW brand. And then obviously the controversy hit, he was suspended and then never quite got that momentum back to be what he could have been. And this is one is probably the biggest crying shame for me in the list because I feel like he could have had a really solid championship run here. And sadly, he never really. It, I think this was pretty much him done with WWE as well at that point. Not straight away. He had the suspension. He come back, etc. But yeah, like, the right was, the wall, wasn't it? Yeah, that's he's that. never really been back in WWE with any significant run after that, and we'll probably never see him as a world champion yeah. in WWE, which is a, a real shame. It was a massive shame anyway to think. Obviously, like, because did he beat him at one night stand? Yes, he, was that when he? Beat I was trying, him? I was trying to remember what it's called. Um, that, that crossover bit where you had the likes of yeah. John Cena and that there for some reason. Because obviously those fans were fucking obviously they wanted to kill Cena, and then the yeah. fact that it made RB sense. One, it was awesome. Yeah, but I feel like they booked it, and it didn't know where to go anyway. So even if this hadn't happened, I didn't have high hopes of where Rob Van Dam was going to go as the we world see, champ. This is where I think they shit the bed a little bit. This is why they went. Like I think it was a flippant remark from Paul Heyman, like, "Well, we shouldn't. This should be the ECW belt." Mm. But they were never going to get rid of their main title, right? So they introduce the ECW belt and just give him it yeah. and it's like okay so if you were going to do that why has he won this one yeah and it just it just never made much sense and it's no. like it almost feels like because they hadn't established the ECW belt at that point it'd feel disrespectful for him to just drop the world title to someone then you're not giving RVD the respect he deserves mm. but what do you do they fucked themselves up I think yeah just wasn't it, it's just a shame it was a bit, well a bit of a mess <laughs> but he he had the all the chops to be a world champ so yeah. I think it was a real shame. It, it's it is a shame time wise. Well, he proved himself, like you know, in WWE at that point that he. Well, he was one of kind. <laughs> that was a fucking awesome mention to that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, such a banger. Wasn't it? Um, didn't we used to have so many? Used to make it up, didn't we? It was like, how do you eat this one at a time? <laughs> so, like, we, we'd always come up with different shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that time. was one of the classics. It's a shame because uh, the other. I think one of the best WWE themes, and I won't go into it too much, was Benoit's. Yes. It was a banger of a tune now. And obviously it's, it's no holding you back connect- except when it comes to talking about Benoit. Yeah. But it's uh, it's connected to that forever now. Right? So, Indeed. Anywho. And I feel like you've uh, you pointed out now that I'm just going down the uh, the old school new generation yeah. era because the next one... We're I'm in, we're in two different eras right now. ...is uh, the one and only Yokozuna. Anyone who's a fan oh, of this show. the Japanese guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, he looks so Japanese, doesn't he? Um, anyone who is a fan of this show knows my feelings about WrestleMania 9 um, I fucking despise it it's not because I'm just a massive Bret Mark I thought that mainly... was the one you loved oh no that's WrestleMania 2 no <laughs> you're horrible you're a horrible person um, yeah WrestleMania 9 you know the, the story is well known Bret Hart Yokozuna Mr. Fuji throws the uh, 
in flour or powder or whatever in Bret's eyes. And Yoko gets the win. My boyhood dreams are crushed. Bret Hart has lost the belt. And what do we do? Hulk Hogan comes down. And naturally, you got a piece of shit like Hulk Hogan that comes down. And Bret Hart goes, yeah, man, you get him. You avenge my loss. Fucking worst thing Bret Hart ever done, ever. I can't believe you ever agreed to this booking. Um, <laughs> I'd deal with it myself, but you know. Yeah, you know, the eyes. You go and win the belt for me, brother. You're a real um, American. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because he's, he's Canadian. Canadian. Um, but yeah, so that whole situation pissed me off. And the fact that Yokozuna, who was already gassed, like if you read Bret Hart's um, autobiography, he was like, at this point, Yoko was like, we need to go home. I'm fucked. Um, so Yoko was out of it. And then... Uh, yeah, so the whole thing never made any sense why Fuji or Yoko would accept the challenge from Hogan and then he just obliterates him in seconds yeah. and it, it doesn't like, no. Well <laughs> I've done my match. In that no. one in that one night to try and appeal to fucking Hulk Hogan, they ruined the credibility of the belt, they ruined Brett and they ruined Yoko. And you what think- it said was is all that shit didn't matter because Hulk Hogan can beat the pair of these motherfuckers in like five mm-hmm. seconds. And you think they'd have learned their lesson at this pay per view? Not to pander to someone's ego, but mm. they did not learn that lesson, Carl. You're gonna go they down, Goldberg. You're gonna go down. You're gonna go down. There's so many. Op- there's so even Hogan again. <laughs> to be honest he, with you, I can't believe he was the champion in like 2002 or something, wasn't he? Like what the fuck? Ridiculous man. Remember that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I still remember the Mister America fiasco. Yeah. This is. Well, we fired him now, so we're gonna have to write that out somehow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And like you know, this was meant to be all part of. Um, Hogan and Yoko having the rematch and Yoko winning and all that happened with shenanigans, of course. And then his his second run wasn't that bad, but this goes down as one of the worst reigns yeah. of all well, time. How long did that last officially? Like fucking 30 seconds, if that. Yeah. So won Probably the, the shortest run in history, like, really. Get him, Hulk. And then Hulk was like, yeah. big boots, leg drop win. That's... That's a shirt, right? It's a t-shirt, right? There. <laughs> Pretty much. That, that was Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, so, I'm not um, even sure. Like everyone remembers the iconic um, slam to Andre, but beyond that, it was yeah. Yeah, basically leg drop. Oh, you got a Hulk up as well. Oh, yeah. I've never. The, the one thing I'll, I'll give Hogan his credit for is he's he, he was able to sell. Well, how do I put this? He was able to gimmick no selling as a thing. Mm. That's disrespectful most of the time. But if you call it hulking up, you can no sell everything. Oh yeah, it's boss because you're just the Hulk, yeah. right? That that still baffles me. Like that's a thing. He's yeah, I'm just gonna no sell you for a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what's the most Hogan thing ever though, isn't it? Is well, what you do to me can't hurt me because I'm Hulk Hogan in this brief. Uh, hold on, I'm currently hulking up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, furious still to this day by this whole thing. I can't wait to see by. what your next golden era wrestler is gonna be. Shut up. Um, over to you for another modern day Maharaji <laughs> okay so there's a couple of elements to this right Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. has or had I don't know where he is at the minute has uh, a lot of potential I'm, I'm not an issue with the potential that he could be a world champion someday but they booked this in like a really kind of messed up way in the sense of like well if we're being honest and I've mentioned this before they wanted to appeal to the Indian market they were doing events or planning on doing events over there and wanted a he was the first ever uh, world champion of Indian descent, mm-hmm. and that was done with a reason. But because it was done with a reason, they didn't build him up. It came out of nowhere. It came just literally from the mid card. Mm-hmm. No build up. Yeah, well, no mid card. No credibility really. I think the only notable thing he'd done was three MB, 
And that's what I mean. They they were like fucking like jobbers yeah, to the start. Exactly. So we went from being jobber to champ in the space of like a fucking week. Out of nowhere. And they shit the bed because they didn't really know what to do with them. There wasn't really a book in there. The storytelling was awful. Mm-hmm. To the point that he like they put him in like a series of matches and I'm trying to remember the sequence it went because he won it then he lost it then he had a match to win it back insisted on a rematch which was a Punjabi prison match and lost in his own match type <laughs> the booking was just horrendous here yeah. and I, he could have and long, maybe still could be a great champion how long but, did he hold it for as well didn't he hold it for a decent amount like longer than was, anyone thought it, longer than you'd it. expect I think I want to say it was about 164 days in the hundreds mm. so it was a lot longer than you expect but in that space of time the there was no real memorable matches and the, I think the that, that was the final nail on the coffin is that he, he loses it gets his rematch clause because they were a thing then and insist on a Punjabi prison match in homage to the great Kali mm. and can't even win his own match type. Yeah. And I, I that that's the I was I was done at that point. I'm like, well, you <laughs> fuck this right up. What what was this? What was the booking for this? Yeah. But um again he's another one who I I, I think maybe someday he could have been a world champ. Mm. But where was the mid card scene? And even after he won even after he lost this title, they then went, Well maybe he can be in the US title scene. It's like, no, no, you you fucking shit the bet on that now. Mm. We don't do that. No. You don't like, you don't, like look at anyone else. You don't go John Cena's now the world champ, but he's gonna go. But well, actually, that's a bad example. You don't go Hulk Hogan never even went there the mid card. He just didn't go fuck about the mid card. Yeah, well, it's like um, you can clearly see that he had the three three MB stuff, and they decided not to fire him for whatever reason. He went away, worked his ass off, came back, yeah, phys- he was physically jacked. transformed, and Vince probably went, "Oh baby, um, we want to break in. Yeah, new looks sexy. So you're gonna be our champ. <laughs> look at them veins. Um, so you kind of see the rationale behind it to a degree, but. The it's fact just it lasted so the... long and they didn't have any where to go. Because the shock factor was like, I, I remember seeing the people in the audience just being like, holy shit, Jinder Mahal? Is Honestly, the, the, the story could have been that. Yeah. The like unexpected jobber mm. yeah. just won everything. Mm. Right? That could have been a story, but they didn't even fucking acknowledge that. Like, they could have, they either, you either build them up before you get the title, or you actually make the point of the whole story that he won it out of nowhere. And like he's like shit. I've like gone from like nothing to mm. like was I started from the bottom. Now I'm here, yeah. you know. Yeah. But no, they didn't. Well, they didn't they, even go with that. They didn't really think any of it through. I don't think. I think they no. just saw. Well, we want to break the Indian market. We've got this guy who's been working on his physique. He's come back. He's he's looks like a you know a main event star. <laughs> that guy looks like he can break the Indian market. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely a short sighted decision. Yeah. I would say. Um, speaking of short-sighted decisions at least now. you've got to the attitude era <laughs> I know yeah there's, there's <laughs> literally nothing from the last like fucking two decades let's be fair guess where Carl lives um, <laughs> in the past <laughs> so real to me um, so obviously you're Vince McMahon and for all the all the shit that Tony Khan gets about having all his daddy's fucking money and buying all his wrestlers and playing with them uh Supposedly, <laughs> um, but he never. He hasn't for that scandal to be, to be released. Fucking champ, has he? Now, obviously, you and me, massive fans of the Royal Rumble, uh, the '99 or '98 Rumble. I forget which one it was. Um, Vince McMahon books himself to go over in the Rumble, so that itself was was insane. But when you think he can't top that, so he didn't go on to win the, the title or even have the match at Mania. But that September, so like nine months later, um, he goes and beats Triple H in a random match on SmackDown with Steve Austin's help. 
Um, so he's got to win over his son-in-law. That's boss. Well, yeah. Um, so he, he beat Triple H, and then which would have been I wouldn't have minded so much again if there was a direction of travel for it, but there wasn't. He won it, and then he literally vacated it a week later. And it was like, well, I've won the belt. I can my name's in history. I you know I was the champion of my own promotion. There you go. You know, and he went on to obviously win the ECW belt as Do Rag Vince. Do Rag Vince. I don't know why. Why I go straight to the office. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Um, like to be fair, Michael Scott and Vince McMahon. You can see. Yeah, <laughs> can see I, honestly, I, I would. I, I don't know if it's ever true, but you gotta wonder if he took some steers from that kind of stuff. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so it's it's one of those. It's something which just should never have really happened. You get why. You know, you own the company. I'm gonna make myself the champ and say that I was champ. You kind of get it, but um, like you look look down at the list of champions and you've got your fucking Bruno San Martino's and your Hogan's and your Bret Hart's yeah, he's, and, and he, he's there. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, of all the people, he's definitely very very high up there on a yeah. People the worst champs. Got to give him his credit though. He put in the work for the physique. Oh yeah. Which a lot of management takes. He still wins. does to this day. He's a freak and he gets up at like fucking four a.m. and still spends like three hours in the gym he, every morning. Genetic freak. Genetic jackhammer. Um, which, Anthony, leads us to the drum roll to find out number one, the worst champion of all time. Can't even hold the belt the right fucking way around. <laughs> so, the great Carly. The not-so-great Carly. The not-so-great Carly. Honestly, this is similar to the, the stuff we've been saying about Kane. And the stuff we were saying about Andre. Andre, in that this guy is a spectacle. People come to see him because he's that sort of like the the sheer size of him alone. People are like, God damn, that's crazy, right? He's seven it, so, feet tall. And yeah. You can't teach that exactly. Yeah. Um, so people were turning up for the like the sheer size of this guy. They just wanted to see him in a match. He was never that great in the ring. In all honesty, well, I don't want to say never. In WWE, he was never that great in the ring. And now, by all accounts, you know, he didn't. His run in WWE was at a time when, you know, he started to suffer a lot more anyway. Mm. Like, I think his knees were pretty much fucked towards the end of his WWE run. But, like, when you look at some of the stuff he did way before WWE in the independence and stuff like that, he could go in the ring at one point. So, I'm not discrediting him at all as a wrestler. But, you know, his run in WWE, he couldn't really move all that much. His his finisher was what, like, just the claw thing. Let's grab someone by the head. Yeah, so it was the yeah, um, and it was like it, it, the whole thing. Like as a as an in ring performer, it wasn't great. He couldn't talk. Obviously, uh, he was that typical like, oh, I can you know I can say a few things, but not much. Mm. So he needed a mouthpiece. He couldn't really wrestle. It just wasn't great from that point of view, and. I, I don't know for me the, this type of scenario is where you go well, no you should never really have a title run no. he doesn't need one because he's there for the big man spectacle that you need he doesn't need to be in the title scene because it's just it's a hindrance yeah. in all honesty without any disrespect again you've got a question similar to Jinder whether or not this was like an Indian market kind mm. of play of yeah. trying to do that but and honestly, this is the guy I, who became the fucking what was he called the um Punjabi playboy or yeah, yeah. at one point as well and it's like easy champ sadly I can't even remember how his run finished I know it didn't last very long it was like 70 odd days if that mm. um, but it was over pretty quick 
So I'll give it that. That's a plus. Did he, but, did he uh, never get involved in like a Punjabi prison match? Is that just me just like making No, he, he definitely... Well, he got involved in Jinder's Punjabi right. prison match. Uh, that was his return to <laughs> WWE, however brief. Um, but I don't know if he... I th- he may have had one himself in WWE. I don't think it was for the title though. Hmm. But... Um, but yeah, it was. It wasn't the longest run either he had with the belts. But it 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 just it's this kind of thing that I've never really been a fan of the the championships for. It's like you're never gonna get a great in ring match out of this, and that, no. he doesn't need to be the top card guy. He just needs to be the big man. Yeah, and it's one yeah. of those like obviously as you said, he was he was winding down his career at the time in WWE, but in ring ability he was severely lacking. He you know his microphone like you know talking capability wasn't great either and it's like this guy's your top champ it's like yeah wasn't the best fit yeah so it's no disrespect to him I know he was he was a really talented dude he is well is a really talented dude but you know you get to a point of that that guy's size of your knees are giving out that it's fucking difficult isn't it? you know yeah. what I mean yeah um, but no I think you're right I think uh, I can't think of a worse champ they've had than Carly and it's no massive disrespect to him it's just someone who never needed it never should have been given it and just didn't carry it yeah. with you know esteem yeah it was just a stale few weeks of belts wasn't it really pretty much pretty much so yeah so they were our 10 worst world champions of all time let us know in the comments um, if you watch on YouTube um, do you agree do you disagree did we miss someone out um, I've got the order completely wrong let us know if you are watching us on YouTube. Why aren't you checking us out on PWTV? So you can go to Pro Wrestling TV, check us out there. We've got um, some awesome uh, talk shows on there as well as us. Indeed. We've got some awesome wrestling on there. You've got uh, MLW. I mean, you know, when you talk about awesome stuff, like one I happened across the other day is us. Oh, well, I'm just going to plug us. Yeah. Barry Blaustein. I want to give a bit of love to the Barry Blaustein episode. Yes. Barry Blaustein is a true wrestling fan. And uh, a writer wrote uh, the likes of coming to America. Yeah. Wrote beyond the mat as far as the wrestling world goes. He's you know he's a he's a script writer. So Carl obviously loved him, but um, just a really awesome guy. Still a wrestling fan to this day, mm-hmm. and um, just deserves a bit of love. I think. Yeah. To be honest, such a sound dude. Yeah. Um, but fascinating that you know I actually worked so so long with Eddie Murphy um, on, on a lot of his projects and you know Beyond the Mat what a documentary that was the best wrestling the, documentary yeah, quintessential um, documentary yeah. of all time so you know check that out as well if you've not seen it but yeah there's loads of awesome stuff on Pro Wrestling TV so check that out um, Christmas is coming up and what says I love you to your loved ones more than a keg from Top Rope Brewing they have that's, these awesome mini kegs of the new flavours that's just like a hug it is hugging a keg um, so you can use our code A to the K10 and get yourself 10% off at topropebrewing.com and obviously you want to stay warm in the winter so why not buy some t-shirts that's yeah. what I think um, so we know you, you can't get... put the heating on this year <laughs> well, buy exactly. a hoodie just buy several several t-shirts <laughs> um, and you know do a joey and um, just wear all the clothes um, so Pro Wrestling Tees you can get our main merch there as well including the newest designs uh, courtesy of Alt Wrestling Tees Alt Wrestling so Tees you can find those Legends. guys on Instagram and as well as doing designs for us they do plenty of other wrestling themed designs as well okay. so current mentioned topical. it on the other seg- segments uh, but yeah the uh, latest one being uh, a tribute to Jake Hager's hat which is hysterical <laughs> yes. but um, again topical claimed. they've got like literally anything that comes out you know Seamus banger after banger after banger they've just got awesome stuff um, and now they're making teas for us as well so you've got to go and check those guys out and I think that's all the plug-in for this yeah. week all the I think plug-in. it is all plugged um, so until next time we will say thank you fuck you and bye